Hello, I'm Bob Waugh. Welcome to another WRNR podcast. If you listen closely to this one, you might win a trip to Las Vegas to see the band that's featured today, Spoon. Last summer, I sat down with Britt Daniel to talk about the band he's fronted for almost two decades now. Spoon have their first Greatest Hits album out now, and they will wrap up 2019 by playing the Intersect Music Festival in Las Vegas in early December. To find out how to win this trip, go to WRNR.com after you listen to our podcast with Spoon. WRNR, I'm Bob Waugh, backstage at Meriwether Post Pavilion with Britt Daniel of Spoon. Britt, good to see you again. Good to see you. Um, that was just a killer set, and you look so uh, summer-like with your white pants. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to do what you you got to do, and it's as hot as it is right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, this night running tour is coming to an end. It, I guess it ends next week in Florida. Right. How's it been? It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I there are challenges playing as as early as we do some some of these times, and sometimes it's quite hot. And sunny, but overall, my impression, you know, what I'm going to remember is it was just a super fun tour, you know, and uh, kind of epic, epic fun, epic summer fun. You know? We've spent all our time telling everybody to get here early to see Spoon. Oh, thanks. Watching you play tonight, it was like you finished your set, Rent I Pay brought the house down, and it was like, check, please. <laughs> no disrespect to Cage or Beck, but right. you guys are just, you know, you've been together for so long, and nine albums in right. 16 years. Yeah. And now your first Greatest Hits album. Right. Um, yeah. Everything hits at once, which I want to thank you. Uh, it was one of the best birthday presents I've received in a long time. It came out. Came out on your birthday? It did, July 26th. Oh, okay. Yeah. Happy birthday. Um, I want to talk to you about that new track, No Bullets Spent. Okay. A couple of things. First of all, blistering guitar solo. Right. On that, which is. That's me. You. That, yeah. I was reading, you, you were talking about not having done that in a, in a little while. Yeah. And for some reason, I just kind of was enjoying doing lead guitar um i don't know you always just go you go through you know phases and react against the thing you've done before and on our last record there was a lot of keyboards and not a lot of guitars and i just was kind of missing that vibe of what happens when i do a song and let it be mostly guitar you know uh, clarify for me, so uh, that song was written around the time of Hot Thoughts sessions or later? It was written last summer, so after Hot Thoughts. Um, right as soon as I got, we got off tour, I went to New York for a few months and I wrote it up there. In a heat wave? Yes, during a heat wave. And then um, that's kind of what I remember about it is just feeling like really like... Uh, oppressed <laughs> you know like oppressively hot and um i was in you know i was renting a, an apartment that wasn't super air conditioned and um yeah that was kind of what was going on i was watching a lot of news so in watching you tonight on stage and of course that lyric and do you uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. someone get popsicles someone do something about this heat what is it about the hot weather that is conducive to your songwriting? <laughs> um, 
Well, I think that was probably a Texas reference. You know, when you're in Texas, it's and that's what that's what that lyric says. And it's late in October, and the tar is still melting in the street because even in Texas, it's going to be, it'll be you know, nineties, mid nineties up through the end of October sometimes, and it's uh, you know, it's just a way of life. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we can all deal with it, but. Uh, some reason it just feels like it's just the summer's gone on long enough um you guys had such success with hot thoughts in in 2017 and as you were you said on stage tonight you know you're you're thanking uh matt i guess for calling you up and saying hey do you want to do this tour did you feel like because there was, you weren't ready to come out with a new record, you would go out on the road, and maybe this would be an opportune time to put together a greatest hits Exactly, package. yeah. Uh, well, I thought, well, we, we started doing the greatest hits about this time last year while I was writing that song, and um, started, I listened to all, all of our records all the way through and listened to every song and all the rarities and B-sides and stuff. And um, I did think, like, Maybe we should do this next year because it'll be a year off. It'll be a, an, an off year, mm-hmm. and uh, how hard can it be to put out a greatest hits? It'll just be like a thing that we can put out there to kind of like keep things going while we make a record, right? And it turns out it's a little bit more work than I thought, um, both in terms of like making the record, the artwork, all of the decisions about the songs and. And, uh, but then just like people have been surprisingly wanted to talk about it, you know, tons, um, as much as a regular record, which I was not expecting. So it's not an off year. Then, then this tour came up, right? So it's definitely not an off year, but, um, the timing was good though. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I thought it would be, (laughs) you know, just like a thing to do to, I didn't think it'd be that much work, but. Well, it ended up, yeah, I guess you're right. The timing was good because then this tour came up and uh, we already had the greatest hits planned. And so it just, you know, worked out. Yeah. Yeah. We're with Britt Daniel of Spoon backstage at Merriweather on WRNR. One thing, Britt, that caught my attention when you said you actually went back and listened to the old albums and the B-sides and all of that stuff. So often, you know, you'll read an interview with an actor and they'll say, yeah, I did that movie, did this movie. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. You know, which to me, it just blows my mind. Like, you, you work on your craft, and, and then when the whole thing's done, you don't bother going to... You ever mm-hmm. notice that in any mm-hmm. interviews with actors? But I'm just... Here's where I'm going with this. is like, when you go, went back and, and listened to the Spoon catalog, what was that like? And, and was it like going down memory lane? And Yeah, it was a bit. Um what my usual pattern I've gotten into is I listen to the albums quite a bit, of course, as we're finishing them. And then right after we finish them, I, I want to listen to it a lot, you know? And so mm-hmm. I'll listen to it on headphones. I'll listen late at night. I'll enjoy it, you know, like before it's I, mastered or uh, even after it's mastered right around that time for, you know, a month or two, I'm just like, ah, I love it. I want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. We made this thing, worked hard done on with it. it. I'm proud of it, and I like listening to it and imagining, you know, other people hearing it and, and all that. And then, about a month after that, I just don't want to listen to it all, and I never end up listening to it. All, I definitely don't end up listening to our records all the way through, uh, unless there's some special occasion, you know. 
there's usually not one <laughs> until, yeah. until we, you know, are putting out a greatest hit. Or until the moment the album drops and uh, your song's being played on the radio. Right. And, yeah. And you'll hear, I'll hear the songs every now and then, but just listening to the record the whole way through just doesn't happen very often anymore after that moment. Is it still a thrill for you to hear your songs on the radio? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> you know, I, I just, because you have been on tour with Cage the Elephant and their current single uh, has got this lyric in it, you know, and I, I kind of think I know the backstory on that, but when they say, at least you're on the radio, um, it's a little curious to me about... Uh, Which song I, is that? Social cues, okay. you know? Um, and I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I guess I have to ask them about that, but... Right. Um, it's so well, they, they would know better than just about anybody about what it's like to be on the radio, right? Uh, and maybe it's, maybe it's some kind of sarcastic comment about at least you're on the radio, like all, you have to do all this and you have to do all that, and but at least you're on the radio, is that what he's saying? I guess, yeah. you know, I, uh, right. We know there's a lot of, that goes into that from the business aspect of it. Right. Um, want to thank you for spending some time uh, and go out with this last question because I'm sure you guys are about ready to... Um, gear up and, and make some new music right. and what can you tell me about that well we've been working on a new record for this until about since February and um, we probably would be working on it today if we weren't on this tour but we uh, the last session we did was in June um, and um, we think we started four songs five songs I can't remember and I hope to get it finished by the end of this year. We've been, we've been recording it in Austin with this guy, Mark Rankin, who produced the last two Queens of the Stone records, Stone Age records, mm -hmm. co-produced. There were other people involved, but um, uh, I think it's um, it's got more guitar in it. And uh, I kept saying it was going to be a rock and roll record. And then the last week we were in there, it started getting kind of dubby. So well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. How is it for Jim, you know, uh, who is an accomplished producer himself when he's just kind of, you know, playing that role, the primary role uh, as Spoon's drummer? And, and, and is it difficult for him to detach? How, so. Is it healthy? How, no, is I that? think it's he knows that he knows that role real well. You know, and we've always um, sort of co-produced records with with this person or that person um, was Mike McCarthy for a long time and then Dave Fridman for a couple records and now Mark um, I think Jim's very comfortable with it you know but and he, and he brings the experience that he has you know that we have doing that to producing the few records that he makes on his own a year you know so he's but are you asking, like, is it hard for him to let someone else be, uh, to run the show or yeah. whatever? Um, I don't think so. I think Jim is, is pretty, um, he doesn't bring too much ego to the process, you know? And that's, that's been my experience with him is that he, and especially the older that we all get, the more that we're all just kind of like, we're all in this for the same reason we want it to be great so if somebody feels something strongly about it then we gotta listen they probably they probably have a point you know mm -hmm. sometimes that outside influence uh is good because you get too close to your own work i guess oh yeah for sure you we do need somebody to sort of wrangle 
all the personalities and if if Jim and I disagree on something, which is not common, but if when it does happen, then yeah, then we it helps to have someone there that can yeah that can uh, have an opinion. All right. Well, um, again, it's great to see you. Yeah, and, great to see you. Too. Uh, we look forward to uh, new music from Spoon sometime uh, in 2020, perhaps. Hopefully, finish it in 2020, and then I don't know how long does it take to put out a record these days. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, uh, yeah. I will say that at least we know which label it's going to be on. It's going to be on Matador. And we have the last, I don't know how many times we put out records, we make the record without owing anyone a record. And then it always takes several months to like go through all those contract negotiations. We won't have to do that this time. So hopefully it's going to come sooner than usual. Good, good. Yeah. Rick Daniel Spoon, thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. Good to see you, man. Okay, so that's our podcast for this week. Get more exclusive content from the RN Archives on demand at WRNR.com. I'm Bob Waugh. Thanks for listening.